Hello, and welcome to another episode of a podcast yet to be named. We at Potsdam Media Group are fortunate to be able to talk to such amazingly talented, kind, and inspiring people. Now, sit back, relax, and come along while we get into more of what we love. That's the people. Let's go. Hi, welcome everybody. This is the podcast that is yet to be named. You may try and come up with a name, but it's the wrong one because it's the podcast that's yet to be named. Today, we have a wonderfully fantastic, glorious guest on. And, and you know, maybe with enough convincing, they may be a guest in the future. So if you just absolutely love this person, throw a whole bunch of comments in about how you want them to be president of the world. And then we'll have them on again once they become president of the world. Sound good? Um, so I am Potch Fan, and I will be hanging out with Aaron, Aaron My Laundry, and Star Phoenix Lover, which I just realized has your whole name right there at the bottom of the scene. That is yours. <laughs> so um today we're just we're just gonna be hanging out. We're gonna be getting to know Aaron a little bit more um and finding out what 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 Aaron likes, doesn't like, wants to do in the future, has done in the past. Well, we know she's gonna be president someday because we just claim <laughs> that. We just we're speaking that into existence now. We just claim that. Um, but besides that, we're gonna find out what what uh, Aaron's goals and ambitions are and whatnot so thank you very very much for agreeing to be on here i do Thanks appreciate it absolutely how are you doing today i'm good i was just saying i woke up an hour ago <laughs> see that that's that's one thing that i think we might get into a little bit more with content creation when when you don't totally have that that nine to five schedule it's like yeah okay i'm gonna wake wake up just before I got to do a thing. And, and, but it kind of works though, because it gives you, at least for me, that freedom. You yeah. know, like I have that, like, no, I set my own schedule. I get to, you know, live my own life and, you know, be free and whatnot, but still got to roll out of bed at a certain time to do a few things. Yeah. But, yeah. But no, I get to, I get to scroll for three hours on TikTok. That's, that is my choice. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know, I know somebody else that does that. Um, <laughs> Somebody, uh, a, a wonderful star, <coughs> Phoenix. I love her. Uh, hey, so to be star, fair, that is part of my job. It absolutely is. It absolutely yep. is. Being being a social media manager gives you the uh, no. I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah, research. <laughs> right. It's just market research. I swear. <laughs> that is the 18th cat video I've heard you go through in the past three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so um okay I don't, I don't know if we just want to dig right into it actually before we, we get to the question i'm excited i'm excited just so <laughs> everybody knows i'm excited um because i i talked briefly with her before this and um she brought up a few things it was actually really quick but i i realized that i'm doing this and i should probably ask are there pronouns that you prefer because i so, know i i, I might just <laughs> No, you're good. You're good. I I use they them for myself, but okay. I have anybody can use any pronouns they want because it's a personal thing for me. So it's you're good. She's good. Okay, <laughs> okay. I realized that because I said that a couple times, and I'm like, 
I should probably ask so I just don't like start this off pissing no, no, you're off. you know okay. I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're okay. And I'm, I'm good with I'm good with they actually I, I've gotten to where I refer to most people that way just mm -hmm. to make sure. Um, yeah. But but I have no problem doing that. Not at all. I mean, if that's if that's your preference, then I would happily respect that happily. No, you're you're totally fine. It's literally they them is just what I use for for myself. So okay. anybody could use like, like, any any pronouns you want. I, I kind of like that because then it kind of like lets me see how I'm being how I'm presenting and expressing okay. myself that day through the eyes of others. So you're good. <laughs> That's a really neat way to look at it. That's yeah. actually a way that I haven't heard somebody say before. I like that. That's pretty Thank cool. Thank you. I mean, because sometimes I know I present as like dude and other times I present as like dickhead. So it all depends, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, so to, to get to know you a little bit more, what is it that you, you said that you, you know, like to scroll for hours on TikTok, what is it that you do? Um, cause I, I met you through Twitch and, and content creation. Um, mm -hmm. but, but what is it you do? So I am a cozy horror streamer first and I'll get into that if you would like. Um, well, but that's I've been one of my big questions later. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've, been, I've been doing that since uh, January of 2021 and uh, recently have gotten into the world of tabletops and well, tabletops in a live stream uh, capacity. I've been playing tabletop games for a couple couple years now. Um, so I stream on my channel and I'm also a character on uh, Steve at Evandale's channel. Uh, for his tabletop game, and I'm also writing a tabletop game. Nice, so. which just so everybody knows, we will have the links to those um, in, in, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to it on um, Spotify or wherever you're going to be hearing this podcast, we will have links um, so that you can go check out Aaron and, and just see what they do live and in person. <laughs> um, so on your channel you mostly do like cozy horror games is is mm -hmm. yeah okay i i need to know <laughs> i was gonna wait but i've been itching like ever since you mentioned that in in the dm when we were talking i was like cozy horror i'm a scaredy cat okay i'm just gonna be totally honest with you yeah i, I will scream like a girl i might pee my pants i just i'm, <laughs> I'm like if there's a jump scare i'm the type of person that will watch it like this yeah <laughs> You know, it's just you, you wave your hands in front of your face. You blink a lot just so you don't get jump scared. So mm -hmm. I'm curious, cozy and horror. T please tell me more. <laughs> so sure. So it started with, um, and I'm not the only cozy horror streamer. I found after, as soon as I started digging into it, I realized there's actually like a lot of people that stream cozy horror channels. Um, but but, you're the best. Okay. Oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm not, but thank you. Um, so I, it started with um, phasmophobia, and which I was okay. terrified of when I started. Like I, my my mod who introduced me and taught me how to play phasmophobia had to yell at me and force me into the rooms <laughs> <laughs> to do the job so that and then he basically just like forced the fear out of me and okay. um so i started going I, I go to therapy i've been going to therapy for like five years and it used to I just, be i just want to congratulate you oh, I, i'm you. a huge huge ridiculously huge advocate for therapy amazing beautiful sorry keep guys no. i just <laughs> no thank you i i love therapy it's the best thing i ever did um 
So after therapy, I always realized I needed to like talk out my feelings, but mm -hmm. like more just to decompress. So I would just start going into the houses on Fastmo and just start talking to the ghosts and just be like, I'm, I was talking about relationships today. And then like the ghosts would start appearing and I would just, I wouldn't be afraid. And they would, I would get my picture. I'm like, Hey, you're here. So I guess you kind of resonate with what I just said. And, and it was just cozy, like okay. that <laughs> feeling. I've watched people play Phasmophobia. That's genius. Because I usually hear people like mocking the ghost and then it comes up and attacks them and you scream and you're like, ah, but that's, that's kind of genius. Just sort of. Yeah. It. Yeah. It was just, it was like a fun little way to like play it on my own. So I didn't have to rely on my mod to play with me. And also it started to turn into a thing. So, um, I would go after every therapy session I put on some like lo-fi music in the background and then I would just play Phasmo and people like you who are afraid of everything would come in and be like <laughs> how is this possible how are you you're doing this alone like you don't have anybody in the server with you and I would just be like now <laughs> it's just what I do so that's, um that's burly that's and then burly. I just, I'm just saying <laughs> and then I just branched out into other games so I'll play um I'll play the forest. A lot of times it's like crafting or survival and horror, horror games. Um, my big ones are Phasmo, the forest. Um, I'll play like, I'll play through actual games with storylines. Mm -hmm. um, if they don't have a storyline, then I'll just throw on the lo-fi music and just go, go to town. And it go. just turned into fostering this really like cozy family community kind of thing um, where people could come in and we talk about mental health and um, like being in, like supporting each other if we're in marginalized groups and, mm -hmm. um, doing like, just talking about relationships and our feelings and self-care and it just turned into like a really nice community from it. It sounds like it, it, it's become a, a like, I'm a little crass sometimes, but a community that gives a shit about people, you know, yeah. it's like, Hey, you, I care. And, yeah. and people people are attracted to that because the way the world is, it's you feel like nobody cares sometimes. And when you find that place where, hey, this person's chill and they might go through stuff and I go through stuff, let's hang out. And you make that comfortable. Now I see where the cozy comes in. Mm -hmm. I see, because that, that's the part that I was having a hard time with is like, how do you put cozy and <laughs> horror? I'm like, Chainsaw Massacre. In a snuggly, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what's going yeah. on right here? But I get that now. That makes that makes a lot of sense that you have, uh, that you, you play these games. And it's really neat hearing you say why you started playing that. Like mm -hmm. that, that you went from like, you know, oh my God, I'm not doing this to, no, I'm going to do this. Like, this is just, this is what I'm going to do. And to me, it's like overcoming something. And that's, that's really cool. That, yeah. that itself, like going way deeper than probably necessary, but like hitting that point of overcoming something, it can be put in so many aspects of your life that you can take this one thing that you succeeded at and mm -hmm. then apply it to a whole bunch of other things. And that's just really neat. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people can really, um, there, there's a lot of like discourse in the world and between people and in conversations and people like don't get along or disagree, but I think we could all weirdly enough identify and agree with feelings of fear 
So yeah. I think to be able to be in that space and kind of face fear together is sort of empowering in a way without it really meaning to be, you don't have to actively be like, okay, we're going into this forest filled with cannibals, <laughs> but like, you're just at the end of the day, if you don't really worry about the cannibals and you're with your friends, isn't the forest just a hiking simulator game? I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> But there's cannibals. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I make see what you say. With the cannibals, then exactly. you don't have to worry about having food later. Exactly. Wait, that you just I, um, I need to process what you just said for a moment. <laughs> Are you becoming anyway? So, <laughs> okay, now that brings me to the question: In that game, do you ever become a cannibal, or, or is it just like you just have to avoid them? Uh, no, you don't become a cannibal. Okay. Um, the, what I found was really interesting, though, which I don't think this mechanic exists in the game. I, I don't think there's a sanity meter, just like there is in Phasmo. Um, right, and, okay. and you uh, supposedly, I actually don't know if this is 100% correct, but I believe that if the sanity meter goes down, you're supposed to start seeing and hearing things that aren't there and the camera is supposed Ooh. to shift. Um, but that wasn't actually ever applied to the game. I don't think Dude. so. That would have been a really cool element um, that never came to be, but there's a sequel coming out. So we shall see what they do with that. Isn't that the one? I think I've seen that now where like if you're in the dark or something too long that you start losing sanity. Uh, no, is that, is it, no, that is. No, that's don't starve. Yeah, there. Don't starve is uh, has that element. There's another game that has that mechanic. Uh, Visage, Visage okay. has that mechanic. With you're those. in the house, you're in the empty house and walking through, and there's like a bunch of puzzles. That game is actually pretty scary to to me, in my opinion. You've yeah. you've watched me play Don't Starve before. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely watched you play Don't Starve. Yeah, those games. I have I have a number of friends that are into those kind of games, and I've I've tried. Maybe I just need to spend more time in your stream. And with that, like, no, everything's cool, you know, like to get used to it because I, I still, the people send me videos of like, oh, this isn't scary, just open this, and then I don't sleep. Oh, so. I react the same as you in these games. The ones, especially like Outlast was one of the ones that did that to me where I would go, I, I like went through the front gate is the first shot of the game. And I was like, can we just leave? Like we could just go. <laughs> and yeah, so I get it. Like I'll, I'll be going through and I'll just be singing like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I just going through the house and or the hospital in that game. And yeah, yes, so I'm just oh, yes. like you when it comes no. to that. Hospitals yeah. or no. <laughs> Yeah, it's like hospital, like abandoned hospitals and like ghost children. No, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, that's just speaking of the ghost children, the very infamous, um, you know, uh, all work, no play makes Jack a dull boy, right? Mm -hmm. So that whole movie, I was fine with that until the kids. Like I was uh, fine twins. with that movie until the <laughs> twins. And I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. I, I know, I'm that's... sorry, I can't. Like, <laughs> that's so funny my um my kid is five and he started getting into horror um when he was around two ish two okay. or three um he really loves watching clips from the shining and he he'll, he's like and he'll like ask i i just don't i ask that he doesn't watch things that are too violent but he kind of right. understands what i mean by that so he'll be like mom can i watch this clip of chucky and i was like which chucky is it he's like the first one and i was like yeah i don't care 
<laughs> because like the the it's so like dated and it's right, and he's right, like right. And he's like mom it's just ketchup <laughs> okay <laughs> you know it's it's interesting that you say that i had some friends that i've known for a really really long time and um their their dad was a single dad and they were latchkey kids so they're home alone a lot mm -hmm. and they both got into horror movies right mm -hmm. like early early like you know eight ten years old got into horror movies and mind you this was back in the 80s mm -hmm. a long long time ago um <clears throat> but they both they're both were amazing artists and the whole reason why i'm telling you this is because you said that your your young one um, was getting into it is that at first you know when i when i met them they were uh 15 and, and 17 and um you know i was just like dude your parents that you you know watch this are you kidding me right now you know like i thought there was something wrong they were both well they had their issues they were great people <laughs> they're, they're both good people but what what they ended up doing um because they because they were artists is that one of them would have nightmares and he mm -hmm. would wake up and he said the way that he would get that out is he would draw it oh and cool then, he then became a special effects artist for um, like Hollywood horror movies and things like that. So he actually took what he was doing and made it into a lifelong career. Um, and then the younger brother actually has a whole bunch of books on Amazon that he does um, comics, but it's all horror. That's and awesome. so it does end up turning out like it didn't like twist them into some like, you know, freakish, you know, I don't know. Having a monster. Sense <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, monster, a twisted sense of, of reality, because um, they were able to differentiate between, it just it sounds like your little ones, you know, going, eh, it's just ketchup, you know, like, yeah. you're able to separate, you know, fact from fiction, which is, is pretty cool. The whole point of telling you that is the, the young one may have a, you know, a career. And, and, he he wants know, to. That's, that's actually cool that you said that, because he has said that he wants to make scary movies. And I thought, what a cool opportunity, because he also loves makeup. And he loves oh, doing, yeah. he go. loves, yeah, and he loves putting, like, doing color theory stuff on his face. And color theory in the sense of, like, a five-year-old. but. Right. But Dude, still, it's 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 cool because he'll do his whole face or my whole face with like these blocks of color, and he'll be like, "This one's dimension," and I'm just like, "Where are you coming up with this?" This is amazing. So, yeah. So he <laughs> he was like, "I really want to do make scary movies," and because he would see these these movies, and I was thinking about getting him a special effects kit so that he can do the makeup on his on himself and see what it looks like to actually apply like the fake blood or like the mm -hmm. you know this the exposed skin and stuff like that um so that might be his christmas present but nice. i'm all for like i'm all for supporting him in that horror is very um overlooked genre in terms of its nuance there's a lot of really great storytelling techniques and themes to explore um in in the horror genre right. in general so i really i love i'm all for it that's why i love playing the game so much and i think and, and maybe you know to get your opinion on this because i think when most people look at horror they just associate slasher the slasher yeah. horror mm -hmm. and there is a lot more in my opinion and that's mm -hmm. why i want to get you know your ideal there's a lot more to it than just the you know, Freddy Krueger or the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, there's the to me, um, like what what do you how do you see? Because you know, you you brought up horror. That's pretty much all we've talked about. Sorry, we'll get <laughs> no, into more stuff. But no, that's good. Um, that's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
like how what do you what do you see the whole genre because you're saying that there's more there's deeper you know meanings to a lot of it like how do you see horror as sort of as, as a whole like what are the the aspects you see within it yeah so speaking of slasher um you take a look at like the movie scream which is a right. commentary on the horror um industry and it talks about like it's 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 a satire the reason it's so ridiculous and tropey is because they did that on purpose to like kind of okay. expose that as as like as the um what am i trying to say um these are the tropes that you find in horror it means something more but we're going to like really exaggerate it to express that so you have people that are like oh scream is so cheesy that's the point it's supposed to be um it's okay. so it's very like meta in that sense and you have um movies like um hellraiser or or like mm -hmm. the um the Baba, babadook the babadook which is uh the babadook especially is a, com a social commentary on coming out of the closet and the um the consequences that happen if you sh if you expose that to the world around you and the feelings of um safety and of being trapped if you don't come out of the closet and that that's all that movie is um interesting yeah there's a lot of really cool unexplored um things hellraiser uh, was also a queer coded movie queer coding in horror was like really rampant in the 90s and 80s and 90s um and I mean, of course, you've also got like a Candyman, which really goes into um, the uh, like the um, political or the social political construct of like racism and um, um, the under the redlining districts and how like developments are and communities are formed when you have like gentrification and things like that. And it's just so interesting and like rich with just different themes that people don't touch on as much in other genres, but they do it in such a way that you have to feel afraid in order to appreciate it. And right. because okay. because the the victims of those of those themes, like queer people, uh, black people, indigenous and people of color, and um, women, and the the victims of those also feel fear. So if you get down to that fear and then you have a greater appreciation of what is being explored and what's being kind of like honed in on, I think it's really important. That is, that is kind of amazing. I never thought that deeply into it. Again, I'm a scaredy cat, so I've avoided <laughs> a lot of horror. I'm, I'm just going to be totally honest. Like I've seen, you know, my fair share, but a very small percentage because <laughs> yeah. I, I am, I, I, I am a scaredy cat, um, but <laughs> I have seen like Candyman and I, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I've seen at least one Hellraiser and I didn't even think about those things until you just said that. And it, as you're speaking, I'm, I'm thinking of the movie Candyman and I'm like, oh my goodness. I love that movie. Like it, it's a whole new light now. Like it, it actually changed it in my mind to, I don't ever want to watch that movie again. It scared the crap out of me to, I kind of need to watch this again and, and see just what they put into it because I was thinking of all the projects and the buildings and everything else that that the placement for that movie was mm -hmm. and it is there's a whole deeper meaning to the entire thing which wow <laughs> so you just like a whole part of my brain just <laughs> opened up and I'm like oh my goodness now I might need to watch a few of these I'll do it like you know with my my face covered but <laughs> I'll totally watch them because I never even thought about that that's just 
the setting in that movie is like its own character. It is so yeah. just, it's so beautiful and like sad and it's, oh, that movie is so good. I love, um, I forget what the actor's name is and that's a sin, but um, he, okay. <laughs> he voices, he voices a uh, character. He's like a narrator in Layers of Fear 2, uh, circling back to video games. Um, yes, 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 please do. Uh, he he voices a character in that and i voice acting in video games is super i i get really like nitty-gritty with it i'm like oh i love that voice and i was listening and i was like that sounds so familiar he sounds like an actor like a film actor and i couldn't place it and then i realized it, it, he was the guy from Candyman. i was like oh that's why i'm so terrified it's so good <laughs> it like that sound it has that yeah. memory that you didn't realize was yeah. there that's associating it with like <laughs> this over here that was already like the prequel you know to, to get you mm -hmm. into that mm -hmm. and, and so, i do hear you just uh sort of delving off with something you said about the voice acting in video games mm -hmm. um it it's huge that's that is huge like because i've i've heard some games where i'm like yeah that was the wrong person to cast for that like that just yeah. didn't fit but then i've heard some where i'm like please never leave this game like you make this game you know what yeah. I mean? like, that voice yeah that's a new thing for me too i never i never really considered voice acting to be so pivotal to like whether i like a game or not until i met steve who is also a voice mm -hmm. actor right. and um and he just listening to like him telling me about the world of voice acting from his perspective like i would just have a greater appreciation as i was playing games like oh that voice is phenomenal or really like sets the tone and i just i love and we talk about that in my in my chat too whenever we hear a voice actor in our in our games and we're like oh that's that's like butter that is perfect so yeah it's i love the exploring that there was there was a really good instance of um that actually in destiny 2. so yes. in destiny 2 peter dinklage played the original ghost Mm -hmm. and he was the voice actor for that and then um game of thrones took off and he had to stop voice acting so they took him completely out of the game and put the voice actor that does pretty much every robot that you've ever heard in any vi video <laughs> game he's now the voice actor for it and there was a huge uprising uprising in the de um destiny 2 uh, community because Peter Dinklage wasn't doing the voice anymore and everybody missed him because of Aww. his sarcasm and his little nuances just made the ghost who he was. Yeah. And so everyone's all pissed off because now the Dinklebot's gone and it was <laughs> horrible. Oh yeah, that's, he's a really good, his voice is nice too. That would have been, is. that would have been good. I've never played Destiny 2. Isn't that the, that's a free game, right? Free uh -huh. to play? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you, you I have gotta, that. I just never you played have it. to buy the extension uh, expansion mm -hmm. packs, you know, which are like eight thousand four hundred fifty six dollars and thirty seven cents. But <laughs> you can download the game and play the basic parts of it for free, uh, cool. which is essentially what I do. <laughs> like, look, yeah, yeah. I, only, I, I love video games. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love video games. They're a lot of fun, but bills and rent come before of course you know what i mean yeah um <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah but speaking of voice acting in destiny 2 cage <laughs> or Kate, oh, Kate, 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 oh my God. Kate, his voice 
speaking of a voice, you know, when, when you hear it, you know it. I have no idea who the person is outside of the game. Mm-hmm. But when you're when you're playing the game, um, you go into different areas where different people's voices will pop up. I won't even have to be looking at my screen. Like I can be doing something else with my headphones on. And I'm like, oh, it's Kate. Like I know exactly, <laughs> like I know who that is. Like that's my dude right there. Yeah, I like when you can when you hear them in other games and you're like, oh, I, I loved you in this. And right? yeah. Yeah. Dude, if we ever hear, if I ever hear his voice in another game, I'm going to play it even if I don't like it, just because <laughs> I like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I think I'm getting a, a grasp on the depth of, and honestly, if, if you know, and, and after this is all said and done, if you're still cool with it, I would love to have you on another podcast in the future. We've been having people that are talking about um, horror games and horror movies and mm-hmm. want to do a whole series on those. Oh, I'd love um, to. But I, I think that the depth that you just brought into that mm-hmm. is like a series in itself, <laughs> you know, because oh. it takes it from the just a horror game or a horror movie mm-hmm. to a full socio-political, like, life on this planet, you know what I mean? And the way that people put what they have into it that have essentially nothing to do with the theme, or not the theme, the uh, storyline, you, you could mm-hmm. say, but they've put in you know, real issues that are happening outside the world, which now my mind's like, I'm telling you, my mind's blown. Like now I'm just thinking about that. I'm going to spend the rest of the day just like, oh my goodness, what did she do to me? You know, like, <laughs> it's just going to be Maybe I'll head. actually get him to watch some horror, horror movies with me. Yes, you send me the list and I will send you what the themes are. And then you'll have okay. to sit down okay. and play. okay. I see it. <laughs> see, okay, I I can do that going into it with a whole like because in college I, I I took psychology, but also I minored in sociology because I love mm-hmm. society as a whole. I mean, that's I don't love everything about it, but I love delving into it and seeing mm-hmm. why people, how people, what people, you know, like that sort of thing. So if I think that the only way that I'm really gonna watch those horror movies with you, Star, is is if I do send it over there to be like, all right, tell me something about this, so I can focus on that while I'm watching this movie, like a scavenger hunt. Yes. And I, and I can't take all the credit. There's um, there's I mean, I've I've kind of wanted to. We were talking earlier about YouTube and getting on YouTube, and mm-hmm. um, I've wanted to come up with a like a series that I could talk about things that I'm passionate about on YouTube, but that's something that's done a lot. Um, there's my, one of my favorite uh, creators on there is Ryan Hollander, who okay. does all of the, he just has co- beautiful commentaries about all of the horror movies, every single one. And um, I, that's where I kind of like started and okay. kind of built off of that. And there's other people who talk about things like color and light and sound theory in movies so when i watch them now i'm just like wow did you see the use of the yellow in that scene that's supposed to show like distortion and like toxicity and and i I think steve Steve sometimes is he's so good because he's always like i never thought of it that way but sometimes i wonder if people are just like oh my god just let me watch the movie (laughs) see i don't know like uh, for me personally it's it's i want to be interested in the movie but i love seeing those things like the movie seven Mm -hmm. right i don't know if you've seen seven yeah that whole thing was shot in a light that fit the movie. Mm-hmm. It, it, the the lighting, the color, everything about it was not natural, and and it just it fit the movie so so well. It the parts where it needed to be like, oh God, no, it was the right color. Yeah. So I know just what you're talking about. Like that's it's huge. Well, like with um 
I know it's it's not quite the same genre, but like with Tim Burton's movies, how he uses the contrast of like the extremely dark and dismal and just ugh, and then the complete opposite where he goes into like the bright and the super colorful and the super cheery and it's just it's yeah. it's amazing to watch in his movies the complete contrast in one scene yeah and you're always a little bit uncomfortable even with the bright and cheery because it's so oversaturated that you're like Ugh, it doesn't feel still doesn't feel good but mm -hmm. it feels good in that yeah for sure right just speaking of Tim Burton with the way he does stuff, I think that's why that's still my favorite Batman. The the original Batman when he made that with Michael Keaton and I mean Jack Nicholson, you can't help but love him. <laughs> but the way that it was filmed with the color, with the the he set the tone. Very mm. much set the tone. And I think that is what made me love it on top of the fact it's Batman. And and I love when people make movies about me. But <laughs> it's it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of wait, <laughs> I didn't say that. No, nope, I'm not Batman. Anyway, um I am so uh <laughs> just with with all that, like I I I am totally down to check out a few horror movies, but I am going to pass them by you first. Okay. <laughs> be like, you just give me it. something to focus on, please. Because <laughs> so knowing, knowing, knowing Star, she's going to have her phone out recording without me knowing, and, <laughs> and then spread it all over social media with me screaming and jumping and curling up under I'm her. I'm just going like, to be sitting here like this the yeah. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be sitting here like, ah, ah. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> Okay, no, that's 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 very interesting. It's, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still, I'm still now like mind boggling over like the depth that you can go into because I've been so used to my mindset was horror movie slasher, right? Mm -hmm. And then having my eyes open to being a lot more now, this just expanded it all that much more, and I think that's fantastic. Oh, I was gonna say. You, you said something, and this is just, this is me and, and how I am whenever I hear people say something like this. You you said that you're thinking about branching out to YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, I say 100% go for it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a, YouTube is a great way that it may, it may be fast moving, but usually it's a slow growing. You know, mm -hmm. it could be that somebody sees your video and you're like, boom, famous tomorrow. Or it could take, you know, years to go through it. it YouTube's finicky that way. But you would said that there's already a lot of people that do it. What I want to say is there's not you, right? Mm. There may be a yeah. lot of people that do it, but they're not you. So you, even if it's some genre that's been done before, mm -hmm. you haven't done it before. So I say go for it. That's I say a really go good point. That's yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that may... you. This is what I say about people with any kind of art. And I think that creating videos on YouTube is art. You know, I, mm -hmm. I think that there's an art to it. Is that there's people that are waiting for your art. They just don't know it. And you just don't know it. Hmm. But they're going to see it and go, oh, oh. You know, and then they're going to start telling their friends. And it's going to grow that way. But they've been unknowingly looking for what you're doing. Which, if you go, yeah, a lot of people do it. I'm not going to do it. Essentially, you're depriving them of their happiness. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> no, that's know, a like, really good point. That's a, but that's but a it's, nice it's you. So I always yeah. say, there may be a million people doing it, but you're not. Yeah. So you put your individualness thanks. into it. You got this. Oh, thanks. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, it. That's well, and I know, I know that you know, and I need it. Anybody needs it. Encouragement is always nice, and and mm -hmm. just like you opened my mind to the the you know, I'm I'm not going to get over that to the, the different <laughs> parts of the horror. Like I like showing people, you know, when they go, oh, but no, 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 mm -hmm. let's not. Oh, but let's just go. We can do this. You can do this. Like, it's it's totally doable, and and you know, throw a little bit of patience and hard work in there. And there you go. Yeah. For sure. Just, yeah. So I have another question now. And yeah. and you answered part of it unknowingly. <laughs> you you said that you're writing two TTRPGs. Um, I said one, but I actually am writing oh. two. But you're, okay, sorry. sorry. No, no, it, right? that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, it took me, I, I didn't Google it. I'm I was trying to figure it out on my own. I was like, okay, RPG is role-playing game. TT. Like totally tubular, like <laughs> tomorrow's Tuesday role playing game, you know. And I'm like going through yeah. my head, and you totally answered for me. It's tabletop role playing games. Mm -hmm. I have zero idea on what it takes to write one. Okay. Um, so I'm I've been intrigued ever since that initial DM that you that you put that in there. <laughs> one, I've been trying to figure out what the hell it meant. So thank you for answering that. <laughs> he literally um, has for the last oh, like yeah. three days. He's but been, I, but he's I have like, is it is it this? And I'm oh like, my I god! Don't know. Oh, you should have just asked. No, 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 I could have. Like, I'm the type of person that I I love figuring things out. Uh, to me, it's okay. a challenge. It's I love that that intellectual challenge of like, okay, yeah. somebody said something, I must figure it out. You know, like if it gets to a point where my my brain's gonna pop, I'll just be like, hey, what does that mean? You know, like, I have no problem asking. <laughs> I just like trying to figure it out first. Mm -hmm. I didn't. You totally just spilled beans and I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, by the way. You are welcome. Um, so what, first of all, what got you into wanting to do that in the first place? Um, I like, okay, so I started playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, hold on a second. Back to, and I'm very, I'm very transparent and open about my personal life, which is okay. part of like my cozy horror thing to um to allow other people to do the same so I, I was in a very abusive marriage for a while and it's i'm glad i learned what i learned um and i was not allowed to not allowed to play tabletop games uh like dungeons and dragons with people because they were men mostly men and that would mean that all they would want to do, they didn't want to play with me because I was a gamer. They wanted to play with me because I was a woman. And I was, that was the reason why. And I just mm -hmm. let it, I, I never saw an issue with it until it, I was out. So right. um, I started dating. Um, I got into like polyamory. I had like, a, I've had like a couple partners that were into tabletop games. And one of them invited me to a game with him and his like punk friends in Philly. Um, to play as an NPC, an NPC you obviously know is a non-player character. Okay. And um, like the background characters in video games. Mm -hmm. And so I got this sheet, this character sheet of this NPC that was going to essentially like give them a mission to or a quest to do. Um, and the DM liked me so much that he invited me back full time. So nice. I just started playing D&D with like these punks in a distillery in Philly. Um, and it was really fun and it was like the coolest way to get exposed to it. And then through that, I started learning about like Critical Role, which is a, um, Critical Role is a, 
uh, group of voice actors that play table, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. They've been doing it since like, they've been doing it for long before they got, they did it uh, live, but okay. they just blew up after like 2014, um, after they came on and did their own thing. Okay. There's a show on Amazon fried by them now. Um, Jeez. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. um, I think that's a way that a lot of people get exposed to D and D is through critical role. Um, and then okay. through there, I started uh, watching other games like vampire, the masquerade. And um, then I started playing other smaller games, indie games like monster of the week. And um, then there was a, so all this time I'm playing D&D uh, &D and tabletop games, I'm realizing that there are a couple really successful tabletop games. D&D, &D, Pathfinder's up there. Um, Vampire the Masquerade is smaller, but it's still very popular. And then you've got okay. these little games that are created by one person, two people, um, and like artists. And there's this whole burgeoning writing and artist community that on Twitter, especially, um, that just write and draw for indie tabletop games. And they're about anything. Like, you can literally turn games into anything. I have a friend I met on Twitter. Um, she, her name's Cassie Mothwin, and she wrote uh, What Crooked Roots, which is a supplement to, to uh, Dungeons and Dragons or to uh, any 5e system. And she's writing one about cleaning your house, and it's a tabletop game. And it, yeah, it's it, it, just things that you wouldn't uh -huh. expect that you can turn into a game, and you can. So, um, so sort of like, like real life Sims, where you're like you're you're going through daily life, but you make it into a game. You like can, sort of yeah, yeah. It could be that, or it could be as fantastical as you are a bunch of forest creatures finding your way home. Or, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's any anything there are i i um i bought a bundle on itch that was a, in 2020 which was um a, like 800 video games but there were over 100 <laughs> indie tabletop games as well and they were just like they were in incredibly there, there's games like um let me let me think there's um uh, bedroom bestiary which is i want to play that with my kid where you get uh toys like action figures or plushies or whatever and you use them as to battle each other in this game that you play okay and it just hundreds of these um uh, our love can't okay. save the world which is using de a deck of cards to okay. tell the story between two people who either have to decide whether they work on their relationship and the end of the world happens or the end of the world, they try to save the <laughs> end, they try to prevent the end of the world at the expense of their relationship. It's- Wow, okay, that's kind of like an intense little thing yeah. right there. Like, hey, the world will end if you guys are together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like so that's- Romeo and Juliet to the 10th power right there. Okay. So, so it was, it, it's incredible, like the amount of beautiful um, indie games that are out there. And it really opened my eyes to like, you could literally do anything. It and, sounds like it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that like, you're, you're really like, I'm, I'm being educated right now. And just, you know, like, that's my thing. I love <laughs> learning stuff. I love oh, when too. someone's like, hey, Here's this, and I'm like, I didn't know. Tell me more. So I'm I'm soaking this up. Like I I I you know role playing games. Whenever I think about them, 
it is this D&D. And, and I've heard of Pathfinder. Um, I, I personally have never played. I've watched a lot of them. I, I watched mm-hmm. a lot of Steve. Um, I watched a lot <laughs> yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and I love them. And I love them. I have uh, my best friend um, every, every Friday, every, every Friday, every other Friday. I'll, you know, get a hold of him and be like, hey, you want to go do something or you want to, you know, play a video game? And I'll just get a, a, a text of his computer, can't play D&D, you know, like, <laughs> and mind you, it, when you said, like, you know, you met a bunch of punks, like, yeah. I, I skateboarded for 20 years. I mm-hmm. was literally, well, I was, I was homeless, and I'm not saying this, like, oh, I was homeless for, for years in between, like, 16 and 20. I was a gutter punk. Like, mm-hmm. I was a punk, and I had a skateboard. And that was my life, right? And that's yeah. where I met my best friend. He was a punk, you know. He had a studio. I'd sleep on his floor. Like we were, you know, when you when you think of like grungy punks with mm-hmm. mohawks and you know just yeah. that was us, right? <laughs> you know, and I I'm I'm mixed, and so I, I was able to have this big orange afro and just you know just it was ridiculous. But that was the stuff that we were into. Like we we would get together. A friend of mine actually had an apartment, and we'd all like come in as a bunch of punks with with 40s OD and play Settlers of Catan before they switched oh, it yeah. over to just Catan. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that was, we would have three boards, chess boards going and we'd be <laughs> just drunk punks playing chess against each other. So to me, I think if I would have stayed in that, it would have eventually gone to a Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, something like that. Um, because it's interesting. It's yeah. so intriguing to, to jump into a role and, and I don't even know how to do it. Uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Like I've watched and watched and I'm like, where, what would I even, what? I think the 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 fun part for me would be the acting of it. Yeah, yeah. All the technical parts of, like I have sets of dice. I don't know how to use them. They no, were gifts okay. when, when, when I had mentioned, you know, dude, I'm totally down to get into Dungeons and Dragons. I think it'd be fun. I started getting packages in the mail. Here, use these dice and these dice. Oh. I'm like, Thank you. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but like, I, I think that's the only thing that like the technical part of it. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the only thing I, I, I'm like, I'm totally lost on. Yeah. Um, no, you're not alone. And everybody starts somewhere, right? Like I've only right. played a little bit and I went in not knowing anything how to play at all. And okay. that's when you get, you get a good DM who's like, no worries, dude, just like roll a, roll the D20 and it's the big one or roll like the D4. That's the triangle one. See, I think that is what I, I would need is somebody that's like, okay, we got a new guy. It's cool. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go, you know, because nobody wants to get made fun of in the, you know, the hardcore world of awesome. And then you're just like this little dork over here that people are like, you don't know how to do it. And you're like, no, yeah, but, no, I, I mean, don't. There's a lot of, there. there's gatekeeping in every space, you know, like people don't want, like people don't want female presenting uh, uh gamers. Like they don't right. want like, they don't, they just want like, you know, the the straight white dude playing video games like that's it nobody nobody else or tabletop games yes when we play D D. like people are like oh we're you know three and a half or or 3.5 or like 5e only or things like versions that it doesn't matter if are you having fun are you with your friends are you having a good there time go. are you safe that is like what's most important that so. is oh my goodness you're preaching it's preaching <laughs> over here and i yeah. understand like the gatekeeper like i'm a graffiti artist and mm-hmm. and because i stream it on twitch and i do it on the table i've had people come in that are just like i've been doing this 20 years and you're bullshit and you're and i'm just like whoa, 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 whoa we don't gatekeep here i actually have a command for gatekeeping yeah, cool which 
Um, you know, I don't know if you ever deal with that or if Steve ever does, but then throw it in there and just be like, no, gatekeeping not allowed. Think we don't do this. Like yeah. everybody needs to have fun. I like your mindset on that. Like yeah. as long as you're going in and having fun and you're enjoying yourself, then then go for it. Um, so, so you just started playing recently, like actual playing. Yeah, yeah, plain old D and D, like only a couple a couple years ago. But now I I love exploring different systems. I um I started playing Cyberpunk Red when it came out recently. This was okay. um I, I you probably know Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Okay. Um, yes. Cyberpunk Red comes out or is set in the year twenty forty five. Um okay. It's actually the in between cool to uh it's a try it's a trilogy i i believe you've got cyberpunk 2020 which came out in the 80s and then okay. i believe 80s and then you've got cyberpunk 20 uh cyberpunk red which is 2045 and then cyberpunk 2077 um which is the video game mm -hmm. and but the first two are tabletop games um and it's oh, all it's all that. like yeah it's all like uh cyber cyberpunk it's all like in this in night city is where it's set um and when I started like getting into indie games, I decided to take my try my hand at being a DM, and um, I wrote a Twin Peaks inspired campaign for Cyberpunk Red, and okay. it was Who Killed Laura Palmer, the same kind of premise, like figuring out who killed Laura Palmer, just like the show. And I had all these characters that came from Twin Peaks, and it was like nobody knew what Twin Peaks was in my group of friends, but I knew, and I was just like, that's okay, all that matters. Okay. Right, um, right. And I realized, because I had never done it before, like you said, like, I've, uh -huh. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to tell a story, but you surround yourself with, like, good people and supportive people, and you, okay. it doesn't matter. Like, you can do it completely wrong, and as long as everyone's having fun, you did it right. <laughs> the same thing with being a player. See, I like, okay, I like that. I like that. That that makes that helps it make more sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, being the person where I'm like, okay, if I do it, I have to do it right. Realizing that you can do it however you do it, and you know, everybody just jumps in and has fun, mm -hmm. then that's what it becomes about. Okay, I get that. That <laughs> that resonates with me. I like that. So, what does it entail to to like? Do you write the entire story, or do you just write a premise and then go with it? Um. So uh, I'll tell you about the two I'm writing. Yeah, so please, please the, do. The, like, cause, yeah, please cause plug away everything. <laughs> like seriously, like... totally seriously. Like, like that's what <laughs> I want to do. I want I want people to hear this, and like your links will be in there. I want people to come, you know, check out who you are, and if you have something that's growing, you know, whatever, like um, if they're socials or whatever, I want to link them all. Okay. I want people to hear this and go fucking love this person and then support everything you're doing that's my Thanks. goal with this so the tea we want all the juicy details <laughs> okay well this one this one might be a little juicy so Ooh, um, oh, oh. last year i did a 24-hour pride event on my um charity event on my stream and i decided to um there's a lot speaking of gatekeeping there's obviously a lot of gatekeeping at who who what kind of group, groups people think that they would allow at pride one of them okay. is the kink community and people are saying like we don't want kink at we don't want your kink at our pride kink is a pro isn't part of the queer community things like that um and it is historically the bdsm community is a lgbtq uh branch it, it's just that it's there's such an overlap and there's such strong like just historical uh, people and events and things that happened that yeah they're part yes 
I'm obviously that is the camp yes. I'm in. So, um, in a moment of just frustration, I would, and because that community, the queer community and tabletop community all are so overlapping, um, uh -huh, because right. to be, I mean, you think about it, like queer polyamorists really just play tabletop games so that they can like have a, a adventuring party with all of their partners. Like that's really, that's really the point. Okay. That and, sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. That sounds awesome. <laughs> right. So um I got so frustrated about that whole gatekeeping situation that during my Pride event, I decided to write a kink positive game, tabletop game. And um it it's I haven't worked on it since then. Um, because it's big. It's like a big endeavor, and I just want to okay. do it right. Because you have to be really safe and ethical and um like mindful when it comes to writing about bdsm and, and kink and there's already such a like a um purposeful like intention to be safe in tabletop communities okay. so i just i don't want it to be like taken advantage of but i thought Makes wouldn't sense. it be so cool if you can create archetypes of characters based on like kinks and fetishes and create an adventuring party of like you know, you've got like a cl like a clown with a balloon fetish, or like, and like okay. that's your character. Or okay. you have like, um, you have like a, um, single a single housewife that's like actually a um dominatrix. Or you've got like, you've got like a a, a fucking like. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you've got no, like no, no, a... no, no, no. This, this is this You're good. is yeah. okay. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Go for it. Okay. So you've got like, you've got like a, well, in that case, you've got like a sentient macaroon that's like, has like a, a vor fetish or something. And <laughs> you, and you go on this party together and you use whips and chains and um, okay. you like, you're, you're, a, you're a druid. So you're in tune with animals. And so your, your clown with the balloon fetish creates uh, balloon animals to use to fight against the baddie. And it's okay. just, such a fun i thought it was such a cool way to like bring the the king community together to have a fun silly time that kind of right. like introduces you to that space um well and, and so lets people know is it's okay to talk about yeah. I think I, i'm hearing what you're saying and, and I've, I've gotten to meet a lot of people which i'm very very grateful for but i've also met a lot of people that are quiet about mm -hmm. the things that they enjoy because they don't want to be judged for them. I think what you're building right there has the potential to reach way more people than you may think. Um, yeah. You know, like in, involving all of those, like not just, okay, you have to wear this leather mask. That's the only way you get in. No, but like the fact that you said a clown with the balloon fit, it's like you're really branching out to all of them. Mm -hmm. I think that can, there's a lot of people that quietly, you know, like, okay, this is what I like, you know, but something like that, they can be like, there's more of me, you know, like it actually become inclusive playing a, a tabletop game. Yeah. With these things where they, you know, they can have that be their escape once a week, once every two weeks, whenever they play it. But I think that you're onto something there. I think yeah. that could be huge. I like, so like normalizing things. Someone could be a shoe salesman with a foot fetish. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I think as I had Steve create a character and he created an IT guy with a um a bondage fetish because of all the zip ties zip ties he had to deal with. Oh my goodness, yes. And it, it was, <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, yes. And it's just it's so fun and it's like it's a it you don't have to be so serious and it does normalize in a way talking about kink and 
like sex because you're kind of inadvertently talking about it kink doesn't have to be about sex but right. those right. overlap and if you're in a safe space with friends to talk about it then you can be more like open about that so i thought it was I like a it, really cool way to bring that in i totally agree i totally <laughs> agree i think you know speaking of the where people usually assume everything kink is all sex i think that would be a good way to normalize it to it's not but mm -hmm. still be able to add those aspects in <laughs> when necessary or you know when wanted or whatever but to to for people to understand that it's not just like okay we're going into this and we're going to do a tabletop orgy game you know what i mean like it's mm -hmm. not going to be just that there's going to be a whole array of yeah. the whole thing going through and that's i i really i really personally um i think that 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 could be huge I, I would strongly encourage you to finish <laughs> creating that and, and make it a thing. But one thing I ask, what's one okay. thing I ask? <laughs> when you become the richest person on the planet I because stop. of this, don't forget the little guys, okay? Don't forget the little not. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I don't think – I can't make money in this field, and I'm not – that's not my goal. Okay. It's okay. so hard. But – I will okay, when, definitely. When you have the most famous person in the world. <laughs> no, <okay>? no. <laughs> They're gonna know who no. created this. They're gonna immediately turn into Ariel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when everything's glorious. It's always Ariel. <laughs> anyway, um, but I, I just, I'm hearing you talk about this and. Like seriously, I've I've talked to a lot of people that are real quiet, it, it, and it could be something as simple as you know I I love shoes, right? Mm -hmm. When I talk to people about shoes, people have you know mentioned you know yeah I got a foot thing, but they're really you know like I'm I'm gonna be shamed for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot more people that have you know, and that's just the, the generic, you know, foot fetish thing. There's a lot more people that don't want to talk about it. I think if you have a venue like this, you know, a, a place for them to you know, a, a game, a, a group, uh, people to, to know that they're not alone could could potentially be, I mean, not just huge, but like life-changing for those people to know that they don't have to feel like they're hiding and, and harboring a secret, yeah. you know, and, and that sort of thing. Like just going like into the deeper thing about, uh, you know, the horror movies, this could go into a deeper thing where they, you know, see that they have this game, but now they realize in their day-to-day -day life they might not talk about it at the office but they cannot be ashamed of something that they like yeah you know yeah. that something that's not hurting and, and well depending on but you, you know what i mean <laughs> like mm -hmm. um that it's it's all a consensual here's here's my thing i think it could psychologically and emotionally actually help people probably work through a lot of things that they need to yeah um, you know therapy without being therapy I love that. That's, that's something that, cause you know, going to be my, a couple of my friends have said like, why aren't you a therapist? And it's simply because I don't have the money to go to school to do that. And or the time, like I'm a single parent. Um, and I, what I was thinking was like, wouldn't it be cool to just kind of take the tools that I've learned to apply them into spaces to make them more inclusive and to kind of like let people know it's okay to take care of yourself and you can take care of yourself through playing games. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I mean the the other the other one I'm I'm writing um, that I'm actually almost done with uh, it's it okay. should if I if I hold myself accountable and say publicly it should come out by the fall then I you heard it will, here first folks yeah. coming um, out by the fall 
Keep that me accountable. One, <laughs> that one is that one's called Good Bones Underneath, and that is a two-player tabletop. That's a ghost story, and it's a story between a ghost haunting an old house and a homeowner that just bought it and is renovating it. And it's okay. using tarot cards, and each card has a writing a prompt on it to answer. Um, and you tell stories as the ghost at, and the homeowner. Um, the ghost tells the stories about like the memories that were in the house, oh, and then wow. the homeowner tells stories of like what happened that got them there and what they hope for the future. And you build, you use the cards, and you lay them out like a blueprint of a house in between you. And at the end, you've told this whole story over the course of a in-game year, uh -huh. and you just it talks about themes like grief and death and. Um, self-love and um, toxicity and autonomy and things like that so that's that's something that I'm coming up with too that's almost almost done so what you're telling me is that you're a creative genius got it so no you're, you're making this that it's gonna go the the expanse of that that okay I'm 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 loving this like I'm <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here right now because oh, I has me at tarot cards right. oh. <laughs> that's amazing this is it's a genius idea i think like you have really good ideas oh, you, thank you are you. you're a really good wow like, her, like, like her, you're, you're explaining her it. brain yeah. i like it picasso <laughs> yes picasso. exactly exactly <laughs> like this is this is um you know the last one i'm like look you're, you're, you're gonna do it it's gonna be great this one i'm like oh my goodness do this we are yeah. so holding you accountable everybody thanks by the fall <laughs> i by hope the so. fall okay I no no so. no she said i hope so, i did say it going, i did say it yeah we're going with um all her socials will be attached it's it's all i mean i i only have two more two more suits left to go through so okay. I'm, I'm almost done and the rules are basically done as well so it's just Very a matter nice. and then eventually i hope to like i think i might throw it up for like pay what you want for it and not have okay. a set price and then um have a kickstarter maybe depending on how successful it is to hire uh an artist to um do the tarot cards to make a tarot deck specific to that game very cool very 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 cool i think that um okay so this is me i'm, I'm an optimistic person i always <laughs> I, I, I i that's what's gotten me through life you know like through all the stuff that i've been through i'm just optimistic shit will be good um this sounds like especially with your your the, the cozy horror you know and, and you know being in it and then talking about some of the people that you've seen that do it that there is a large community for the cozy horror mm -hmm. there's also a large community for tabletop role-playing games mm -hmm. this right here you know presented i don't think that that it would be a, a reach to say doing a Kickstarter to get you know all the things that you you want to to have it put out there is is a, is a reach. I think that it's something you could do. I think it's something that that would work. Yeah, um, that's just me personally. I mean, hearing this, I'm like, I'm interested in it, and I know that if you get other people interested in it, that um, have a platform themselves, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying that I have the largest because I I still have just a small platform, but it's it's growing that it would be something that I'd be like, hey, I got a commercial, boom. And, you know, just plug this sort of thing because I think I think that it's neat. And that's the biggest thing is that I have I have sponsors, but only ones that I think are neat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's if I hear of a project like this, I know that I'm not the only one. I know that mm -hmm. there's probably a lot of other people that will happily go 
I'm going to throw this up on social media. I'll talk about it on stream. I'll put a YouTube video out, that sort of, you know, a, a podcast on it, whatever. Because these are really great ideas that I think, um, I, I think will work. And I think will be really successful for you. You Thanks. know, not just, yeah. I mean, whatever people do with it, but like, you know, you're saying that you're not looking to make a lot of money off of, I'm sure there's a way that you, you can, but mm -hmm. I think that it sounds to me like the success for you is to create it and for people to want to utilize it. Yeah. And that's a yeah. success in itself. That's absolutely amazing. Um, and, you know, it also, it, it is the world that we live in where we need to build somewhat of a reputation to be able to garner the sponsorships or money or whatever, because, you know, food and electricity and rent all cost money, you know, so we, we mm -hmm. do need that income. Um, so hopefully all these things will be able to, I think you deserve with with your brain, your brain itself deserves <laughs> to have a nice cozy life. So I really hope that, that people do pick up on this and, and take off. With thanks. It. And um, thanks. Just take my money. <laughs> thank you and i and love that, that i love that supportive community aspect that's why i love streaming so much and that's why i love your your channel because you go into you go into these channels and you know um i don't expect people to be right. friendly in chat or i'm i'm not like there's no expectations to like cater to my presence you know you're, you're right. going in to enjoy the content but the fact that like your community and other people's communities go above and beyond to just be kind and open to people like new people coming in or familiar faces coming in like i i've seen you stop what you're doing to like sit and actually chat and make sure that person's okay when that comes in and says like oh, i've had a bad day and you're like oh my god like genuine empathy coming from you and i think that it's really cool that smaller and medium-sized streamers uh, have that opportunity to support other people and hype each other up and i mean that's like you you, you you're not like it's not like you're doing it to like poach a community but you are naturally getting more people from other everything becomes like mixed and right. yeah. bigger and it's just a nice cool safe space for everybody yeah, and, and, and I don't know, you know, like we, we know each other somewhat, but mm -hmm. my my background, and that's one of the reasons why I'm listening to you talking and, and you know, you saying that, you know, your friends are like, why, you know, why aren't you a counselor in the school and everything? Um, I was in school to get my doctorate in psychology. Um, oh, nice. I started off wanting to be a counselor. I got into a really bad car accident and sort of derailed the whole thing. Um, but I have 20 years of, of study, eight years in college of psychology and sociology. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's my, like when, when I was no longer able to, well, the years of rehabilitation, not to be able to be in school, it, it sort of mentally broke me going, but I want to help people. How can I help people? Yeah. The streaming thing, the reason why I do what I do on there is because that's my mindset and it's always been my mindset. So when someone's like, Hey, I'm having a tough day. I'm like, Oh, that's my cue to do what I've spent 20 years learning. Hey, how can mm -hmm. I help you? You know what I mean? Like. And that's like I'm, I'm hearing you talking about the the depth that your mind goes to with the horror, with um, you know the way that you write the the tabletop role playing games. It shows me that you have a a much deeper mindset than just I like to do things they're shiny, you know. And, and I like and, and no offense, you know, if people just like shiny, that's cool. I like shiny, but <laughs> but hearing you go, <laughs> hearing you go like a, there's a deeper meaning to each one of these things. That's what really intrigues me. Um, you know, writing that that tabletop game for Kink, there's mm -hmm. a 
depth that goes into that. Um, a, a two person between, you know, a, a ghost and a, a person in a house, like there's a depth that goes into that. Like that is, is genius at my point. Like you're, you're, you're putting a lot of things together that people might not think about and then you're making them think about it. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me is, we need more people like that, I think, um, on this planet to get others to start thinking above the just surface. Yeah. You know, just the just the generic, okay, I like coffee. I'm gonna go to Starbucks. Nothing wrong with Starbucks, I'm just saying. Well, there's plenty anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> but to be able to go like onto a deeper level of, you know, like thought and emotion and you know, bring a lot of stuff out. And what it sounds like to me from talking to you is that that's something that whether or not you mean to, you do. And you may mean to. I'm just saying, but like you're that's what you do. And I think that's amazing. I think Thank that's you. absolutely amazing. Like I'm I am a fan of the way your brain works <laughs> and what you're doing and, and everything else. Like that's you're making my brain work. And that that makes me like I get all excited about that. Like <laughs> I love hey. college. Like I would I would if I could go to college the rest of my life just to learn, not yeah. just you know, read whatever I can read. I love that expanding your brain to thinking of different things. Yeah, I love that too. I wish I could go to college forever, but it's just, <laughs> I, I like the, I like the idea. You, you touched on something that's really important to me because mental health is a privilege. People don't have access a lot of times to professional yes. therapists. So yes. to, or they were trying to go to become one and something happened to them and they no longer could do that. I think it's really important for creators like, like, like you and like, I, I suppose me to have yeah, the, the safe the safe communities, um, the ones who have been to therapy or the ones that were studying psychology, um, not necessarily to use that as like I am a licensed therapist and mm-hmm. let me help you with your problems, but to provide like lead by example and yeah. set a set a tone of empathy and like cognizance and have people come on who are struggling and be there for them and show them that they're seen. There's um there's a yes, user yes. in my there's a user in my chat who I won't say their name, but they mm-hmm. uh they live in a country where it's not okay to um be present as queer, um, to dress wow. in and this person likes to dress in dresses and wear pink and be very feminine and uh, they can't um, because if they're exposed, they can their safety is at risk or they can like be cut out of school or from their family. So um, they feel, they've said a lot of times in my chat how safe they feel with me because they're That's able awesome. to be themselves. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to school to do this and I'm not a professional therapist, but the you fact that see. like, yeah, the fact that they're there and they're just them in that space makes me so happy and i love that there are other streamers like you and uh even your mods who like you surround yourself with good people and that makes people feel good and i I love that and it's it's such an accessible way to get that same um if it's not the the professional quality to get that same like out outlook on life where you're Mm -hmm. actually being able to be yourself and be introspective and i just i really think that's important for small small streamers and medium-sized streamers in even big streamers in uh who who have like a safe space like it's good to remember that you're doing that for somebody you're validating somebody's existence 
Right, right. right. And always having somebody that's going to be around in your safe spaces, like, um, for instance, me and Lily, who are going to be fiercely protective of that space. And we Mm -hmm. will make sure that nobody's going to mess with anybody in that space. Yeah, I love my mods. They're so fucking good. Like, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. Like, I, um, Raffle, Raffle Iron, I don't know if you uh, remember him from Evandale. He's one of my mods. Okay. And he came into my chat. Um, I can, I could tell this story, I think, because he's, he said it multiple times. He came into my chat, um, being very open about being uh, autistic. And um, he's very open about that, which I love. Yeah. And he was like, I, in my, the first chat he was ever in with me, he was like, I love that you didn't just block me for saying that I was autistic. And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, I was in a safe space community where they blocked me because I came in saying, where are all my fellow autists at? And they blocked me without understanding the nuance of like, I'm autistic and I really want to connect with other autistic people. And I was like, man, that that sucks but i'm so glad you're here and right, so he's right. fiercely when he goes on my raids fiercely protective of um neurodivergent people in other spaces and so supportive and like mm-hmm. he's very validating i i love sending him to places i'm like you go <laughs> have fun over there <laughs> yeah having having the the right mods in in your your chat you know in your channel watching over you it it also gives you as a streamer the freedom to be more you mm-hmm. because you're less on edge of having to watch everything yeah. um i mean me personally i i make it a point to read every every single like uh, the way i say it is if you wrote it it's important enough for me to read it right mm-hmm. so i try and I, sometimes i miss them and it's funny i'll miss maybe 10 in in a, in a, a stream maybe 20 at the most but people will point it out hey you missed one i'm like sorry 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 you know but, but <laughs> most I also of them find, are mine <laughs> i also find that <laughs> there's plenty of times when you have a good mod team um that you know because i do where i look down you know because I'm, I'm drawing that i'll look up and there will be deleted or banned mm-hmm. um and i don't even know why yeah and that's the beauty of having that trusted team in keeping that space safe yeah you know i've had someone come in someone came in the other day and was just like you're so gay and i was like thank you you know like (laughs) that to me is not an insult you Uh, did yeah are we doing that today (laughs) like you just told me something that i'm like yes you recognize great okay fantastic and and the mod was like maybe try that again and they're like you're so so gay and i'm like even better you know like to me I'm, i'm i'm making light of their stupidity but also that's not an insult to me. Like saying you're gay is not an insult. Mm-hmm. He likes but, to troll people anyway. So, but you know, <laughs> but my mods also know, you know, okay, this is a safe space for me. I'm going. You're you're saying I'm awesome. Thank you. But to other people in the chat, it could offend them because they could have either just come out or haven't come out yet or be very defensive because of stuff they've gone through. So he disappeared. You know, there yeah. was a quick banning and everything else and. And it's uh, it's nice to have in in your stream to have, and I'm glad that you have somebody like that, somebody that you know that you can trust and rely on that will be there to protect. Um, you know, if you got to get up and to be right back, and somebody comes in, which that was another question that I had. Um, so you you did mention you started streaming mm-hmm. in um uh, d- December of 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what? 
prompted you to want to straighten? Um, I worked as a legal assistant for like 10 years and okay. towards the end, um, the past, the last few months of being a legal assistant, I was starting to come out as queer and non-binary. And I also started really getting into like leftist stuff in my personal life um, and taking more of a stance politically. Um, and those are things the legal field is pretty generically corporate and stuffy. There are some parts of it that are really, um, really open. And I'm not saying like, you know, like every, everywhere is like this, but for me, it was, I was right. an elder, elder care. So I had to, I had a clientele base that, you know, are boomers and beyond. So, okay. um, so I couldn't really be myself. And then I was uh, fired because of COVID and working from home wasn't something that the courts could handle at that time. Okay. And it just got to be, I was like, I can't come into the office. I don't feel safe coming into the office. So I, I ended up stop, not being able to work. Okay. Um, so for a few months, I was on unemployment and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I started getting into video games just for fun, just because mm -hmm. I was like, this is really therapeutic for me, being able to play these again. Another thing I wasn't allowed to play when I was married, because I was supposed to use my time, like taking care of the house and my family kind of thing. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to buy. Yeah, I'm going to buy. Wait, so yeah. a different kind of role playing. Yeah, exactly. Not to not to make light of it, but just no, it's funny it's... how you know this role playing is okay, but this one's not. It just yeah, that was story of my life. So um, it became very therapeutic to be able to play video games again. I was a huge gamer when I was a kid, so this was like really okay. exciting. And then my partner at the time was like, "Why don't you stream on Twitch?" I was like, "Ah, that's pretty cool because I think you can make money off of that." And so I just started and it was, it quickly became like apparent that I was leaning towards horror. It started off as like puzzle games and things like that. Okay. But then I started getting like deep into like spooky stuff and then it just took off from there. Nice. And you said it took you, uh, went from December, you were affiliated in January? Yeah, it was, I, I had the, um, the luxury of having like a lot, a strong social, um, support system on like facebook nice. and everything so it was pretty quick i was able to get to 50 like really yeah, quick. I, was, I was gonna say like uh, about a month that's 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 great yeah that's, i was very great. surprised yeah that growth is that's fantastic mm -hmm. I, I love hearing that because that what that usually tells me is that it wasn't that you just hopped on and were like i'm here everybody flocked to me but that you actually had engaged with people and, and mm -hmm. new people and you know everything else so you were already community minded yeah, you know, yeah. instead of look at me, I'm great. No, it's, just, <laughs> it's a community minded, and and I say that jokingly, but I actually know, you know, I I, I help coach a lot of um, up and you know up and coming streamers, people that are just wanting to get into it, and you'd be surprised how many people I have to remind them this isn't click the button, everybody flocks to you, mm -hmm. you know, there's literally what a couple million people that are logged in to stream on Twitch, so. Yeah. If you're going to hit the live button and not tell anybody, nobody's showing up. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you don't have a community that you've, you know, in interacted with already, you know, and become a part of, don't expect, you know, yeah, anything. So I love, to it, for yes. sure. Oh, oh gosh, yes. Mm -hmm. um, which I'm, I'm curious, if you don't mind. 
Sure. Um, just you saying that, like, did you have a strategy going into it of oh, not no. just the, like, what you were going to play, mm -hmm. but how, like, how you told people that you were going to and how you, like, let people know that that was something that you were going to do? Um, That was, uh, no, uh, okay. not when I started. <laughs> um, I just kind of, everything was trial and error and everything I learned, I taught myself everything and I did everything. I, and this is coming from, I had no idea the ins and outs of a microphone of like i knew you you talk into the microphone and things happen <laughs> but it never like this like things, things happen. <laughs> never like the specs of like people still ask me like what are your specs i'm like i don't find, it's a computer i don't know <laughs> it's, it's a dell it's yeah. dell spec yeah <laughs> like uh, i'm like reading the stickers on my computer like i don't know um but yeah like i had to teach myself about obs and like sound alerts and how to and then i also had to teach myself like social media managing and that's actually how i got my job um in real life um i am the i'm a community manager for I don't think I could say this in out loud. Um, I'm a community okay, manager. Don't, don't get yourself in trouble. No, <laughs> I'm, in trouble. I'm a community manager for a really established long-term online browser game. Okay. And okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's what I can say. Um, I love it. But that Walter Giant, I do things for them. It's not. It's not really like a giant. It just happens to have been on the internet for a really long. Okay. time. So, um, but I'm a community manager for them, and the reason I got that job was uh, because I taught myself how to stream, and that was my only experience. And oh. I was very open and upfront about it. And I was like, I make so many mistakes, but that's how I learn. I uh -huh. make the mistakes, and then I learn. Oh, that's not the way to do it. Um, and that's how I do everything. That's how I learned how to tweet like at certain times and certain content and come up like follow hashtags and um, engage with that community. And that's how we learned how to get into writing tabletop games. And that's how I learned how to pick the game, the genre and stick to it. Because um, there's like games that I want to play, but it doesn't really fit the theme of my channel. Okay. So sometimes I'll be like, eh, fuck it, I'll do it anyways. But sometimes I'm just like, eh, I want to like really set, I want to get my, like carve my name into this thing. So yes. I'll just do it as a different way. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all strategy. I will, I will say as an, an employer that what you just said is what people are looking for in, in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, not that you have tons of like i'm hearing what you're just saying if we were in an interview i'd be like when do you want to start because the, <laughs> the fact the fact that you go and and I've, I've done this with star as well and, and she's very much the same way that's why i was just like please work for me like this this needs to be a thing this didn't work okay what else do i do you know like mm -hmm. instead of this didn't work ah screw it we're done the boat sank you know like there's because <laughs> there are people that like try and then give up yeah. And then there's those that go, this didn't work. I'm going to spend the next three weeks until I get it, like making it happen. Mm -hmm. and, and the fact that you, streaming is not easy. No. Getting, getting the OBS is not easy. I don't, I see people that are like, oh, you just go like, I'm like, shut your mouth. It's not, yeah. don't, don't pretend like, you know, that it wasn't a trial and error <laughs> to get there. Um, like all the, the nuances that people don't really pay attention to, all the mm -hmm. little things, all the, all the little you know, setting up your your stream, you know, the the chatbot, the alerts, the the sound effects, the screens, the the mic, 
the thingy, yeah. you know, the like, thingy. Because <laughs> you can't just have the mic. You then you got to set the levels, and you got to make sure there's a filter. And you got like there's then the lighting. Do you have a ring light? Do you not have a ring light? Do you have LED lights? Do you have you yeah, natural like all this stuff? Like, is it pointing at your face? Is it pointing at your head? Is it <laughs> all the stuff that goes into it? So the fact that you went and we're like, I'm gonna see what this stream thing is, and then went through the trial and error to make it what you've made it so far. And I'm sure that you're gonna keep evolving into whatever you want to grow it into, or if you realize that you shifted a light and you like that better, you know, like whatever it evolves into, mm -hmm. I, I think that that right there is is commendable that you didn't just go, oh crap, it didn't work and give up, that you had the mindset of, okay, that didn't work, what's next? You know, yeah. I'm gonna, out of these 10 things, four worked, I'm gonna take those with me and get rid of the rest and try new things. Like that. that's long-winded what I'm saying, I can see why they hired you. Like the fact that Thank you, you went in saying, I just learned from my mistakes. That is what people are looking for. Not just in a job, but in people that they interact with and do things with. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's a difference between a quitter and someone that's like, screw it, we'll keep going. Yeah. Let's keep going, you know, and that's, that's beautiful. Well, I, I am looking for a job. So if you know anybody, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm looking to leave. So, yeah. Um, that's actually a mechanic in um, tabletop games. A lot of systems and people use this. It's called fail forward. And you I do this in real life too. You fail at something, but you learn something from that. So you really, you're, even though the role was a failure, you're still mm -hmm. moving, you're still progressing and growing from that. That's exactly what you just described. Well, it's not technically a failure at that point. Then it's just learning experiences. Exactly. It's an exactly. opportunity to learn. Yeah. That's what my therapist told me every time I had an argument with my uh, significant other. Mm -hmm. If you have an argument, it's just an opportunity to learn about me, them, about yourself. Not me, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah, no, we don't argue. <laughs> don't argue with me about that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> totally joking. <laughs> uh, so, what are, like, there's a lot that goes into streaming, and, mm -hmm. and you work outside mm -hmm. of it we've talked about mental health when like is there for you um a point where you see burnout or is there things you've done to protect yourself from burnout um or or anything having to do with that yeah um i actually i get burnout a lot from my from my job in real life because it's very front-facing and um there is a certain frustration that comes from the professional side of it and just wanting to help people. Um, so I do experience burnout a lot in my in my real job, but I find that streaming when I'm able to, um, mm -hmm. like when I don't have my kid, which parenting is a whole other type of burnout, but <laughs> when he's at his dad's and I'm able to stream, I find that that kind of refills my bucket is the, the okay. bucket, the bucket yeah. theory is what my therapist says. So yeah. Um, being able to like go with, I'm very introverted. So being able to go onto my channel and talk with my friends without having to like perform and in a way that's like beyond just being a streamer, but right. I don't have to like get dressed up. I don't have to drive to this place. I don't have to like, you know, have like go through the pomp and circumstance of like having a, a, com a decent conversation with somebody. I could just be me. Right. Um, I think that kind of refills that a lot. So I use streaming a lot as a way to kind of refill that that bucket. 
And that was actually um, a question I had for you is if you feel like there is a certain facade that you have to put on as in like a certain way to dress, a certain way to do your hair, a certain way to do like your face, whether you have to wear makeup or not, is there Mm -hmm. a certain way that you feel like you have to be in front of your audience in order to um, feel like you're streaming successfully or is it just you know, this is, this is who I am. Fuck you. If you don't like me. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. I think in the beginning, um, I was kind of starting to slip into the, and I had just gone through like exploring my gender and being very open about like how I present. And, um, sometimes I'll be very androgynous and sometimes I'll be very feminine or sometimes I'll be super masculine. And, um, and that means a lot to me. So I think I started to slip into this Uh, misconception that I have to present as feminine to be successful because there's a it's a double-edged sword of being a girl gamer where you get a lot of flack and a lot of like harassment but you also get a lot of views and I was starting to slip into that mindset and then I had to like no don't do that like just do you like that is it the only thing that I ever really like restrict or not restrict but have a structure around is the type of game I play so like I kind of stick with horror as much as I can or I'll there are times I'll play strictly cozy games um in between which is still kind of my thing but Mm. I won't play Apex or Valorant I I don't like the toxic lobbies I can't have that in my safe space so I don't do that um but other than that like I just I'll I'll show up with makeup if I want to and if I don't then you just deal with that because you like me for me, not for what I'm looking like. Right, right. I'm actually, I, I, and I totally get it about the beginning. You know, like, oh, I have to, mm-hmm. to be successful, yeah. you know, but I'm glad that you've realized and, and gotten to that point where you're just like, I am who I am. I'm going to yeah. be what I be when I'm here. If you like it, cool. If you don't, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not here to please everybody. I'm I'm glad that you're at that point. That really does help too with the burnout of streaming. Mm-hmm. And hearing you say that um you know streaming sort of refills your bucket. It it gives you that, you know, that what you need. That's that's great. Like that that's not just you helping others in a safe space, but that's you helping yourself. Mm-hmm. Which is I've noticed people that like to help others often neglect helping themselves. Yeah. Um, and so this being a place where you're actually helping yourself as well, mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's a, it's a beautiful thing. Thanks. Is that, is that the same for you? Like, is that kind of where you're at in terms of taking care of yourself and streaming? Well, so what had happened, uh, this one time, what, so I went over to my, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why he has me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, no, I like when it comes to being on my stream, I don't pretend I am, I am who I am. Like yeah. you, you can, you can add star. I'm maybe even more obnoxious off stream. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like I am, I am, I just am who I am. Um, I, when I started though, when I started, I was the same way. Okay, I got to do this a certain way. I got. I tried to be a video game streamer for a little while. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so you know, learning from your mistakes and yeah. then you know carrying on. Um, I like my my dress um, for the longest time, and now I just switch it out. But like, I love basketball jerseys, and mm-hmm. that was 
every time he popped on the stream, I was wearing a different one. Um, once it became like a thing I had to do, I'm stubborn. So I started wearing t-shirts. I was like, yeah. I don't have to, you know, like, <laughs> but that's, you know, cause, <laughs> but it, I, I think the stream itself is a happy place for me. Um, yeah. the, like the being on and, and talking to people and doing, I, I started streaming because I draw and I was like, why not, you know, put it on, on the stream and see if it works, see if anybody's here, see if anybody pays attention. Um, and so for me, like I'm going to be drawing anyway. Uh, I love hanging out with people. I am I am a mix between introverted and extroverted. I don't like to go out to parties and large events with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, I like being able to turn off my stream whenever I get to the point that I'm done talking to people. Yeah. You know, like the the introverted part of me is like, okay, cool. I've had enough interaction. You know, and I like that. I like having that control of it. Um, so I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, like you're very introverted, but being able to be there and, and be present, you still have that control of, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I've had it up for the day, which is really yeah. good. Um, for me, the burnout happens behind the scenes. Mm. All the stuff that, that I have to do behind the scenes. Before I, I hired on um, Star, I was doing just about everything because she was, you know, working, doing other things. So, um, you know, I was managing the stream and I was managing the sales and I was managing the merchandise and I was managing, you know, social medias. And it, it got to the point, um, you know, just <laughs> you asking me that I'm like, oh, I have to admit I was working six, seven days a week, you know, mm -hmm. eight to 12 hours a day, you know, to where she would come in my office at eight o'clock at night and be like, do I get to know you? You know, like, yeah, do we yeah. need to see each other? Can I say hi? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I'm almost done, you know? Mm -hmm doing all the background stuff and then three um, hours later he'd crawl into bed <laughs> yeah and, well i actually i actually had burnt myself out um so bad in december of 2021 so what the seven eight months ago um seven months ago that i got um sick for almost a month actually it was six weeks i was like healthy for a week in the middle but like i just got ill like i i had to take an entire month mm. off of streaming i had to just uh, couldn't get out of bed for a lot of it you know it was it was really really bad and that sort of woke me up you mm -hmm. know the learn from your mistakes thing yeah yeah you know that woke me up to um actually taking weekends off mm. you know like I, I actually decided i'm going to take two days off a week um i love what i do i absolutely love what i do so for me it's not like oh i have to go to work it's on my days off i'm like i want to go and do you know like i want to <laughs> do it um but i i think that you know if i had anything to offer anybody you know that is a streamer keep it keep it um to where you're doing just how you're doing it where that's your like refilling that's your you're happy you know um when you get to where you have ten thousand people in there what i would suggest make sure you have a team Right now, mm -hmm. the biggest thing that I have is I have a team now. I have a community manager. I have a, a, a you know social media and regular manager that help me with so much stuff that when you start to get to where the stream becomes a stress, get a team. And yeah. and you I, you may already know. So I'll say this to anybody out there that's listening: you will be surprised of the people that know that you're still growing. So you can't pay them a you know hundred thousand dollar a year salary. That will just do it to help you succeed mm -hmm. and and grow in what you're doing. Um, the the team that I have it just surprises me every day. 
um, the the person that that was getting a hold of you, mm -hmm. um, Lily, that that to me it was it was a hard thing to let go of the okay I got to set everything up and I got to you know that's, that's the new community manager that's just like yeah just send me their information I'll set everything up here's your calendar you know and I'm like nice. oh gosh. <laughs> you know but but that's what I mean like by about yeah. creating a team because it, it'll keep you going. I need to go to my happy place and then you go live. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It'll it'll keep that a happy, joyful. And and I love like I'm I'm hearing you say that <laughs> is making me think. It's making me think and go, this is this is what I started as going, okay, this is just the happy place. Then I overstressed myself out. To the point that I'll, I'll I, I've done it a few times where I'm like, I'm just, I don't feel like streaming, which is foreign to me because I love doing it, yeah. but I burned myself out to that. So like hearing that, I'm like, I have to remind myself I'm doing this because I love it, you know? And, and, and so thank you. Like I'm, I'm over here getting therapy and whatnot. Look at you go. <laughs> it's fun for me sometimes because I'll make a game out of, let's see how little I can get him to work today. Oh yeah. So, I like that. So I'll do things like Saturdays. Saturdays, he likes to get up early and he won't admit it to anybody, but he likes to get up early and go in his office and he'll work on stuff. Mm. So I'll wake up when he leaves the bed and I'll grab my gaming laptop and stick it on his desk and I'll sit there and game all day <laughs> on his desk where he can't work. I will say there's, there's a, a station because I have, you know, the room set up. Yeah. This is where I play my games is right next to me. And I have, because I, I do stream games, but that's on a whole nother just fun thing. So I have that whole station set up. I'll be sitting there looking over at my desk thinking like, I have so much that I could be doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but she's taking over, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm playing a game here. And I'm like, okay. It's a partnership. That's yeah. what you got to do. But that's the that's the uh, that's the the when I say you know surround yourself with the team. It's not just so they can take the workload off, but it's that they can also encourage you, just like months, you know, mm -hmm. and, and encourage you. You're doing great. You don't have to do everything, you know. Like, just keep doing what you're doing, but also remember to take care of you. Yeah. That's I think the biggest thing not talked about mental health wise in the stream community. It is talked about, but I don't think enough. Take care of yourself, like mm -hmm. really really take care of yourself take some time to go play some tabletop role-playing games which aaron is creating and everybody needs to play <laughs> and buy all of them <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'm just trying to think of that initial dm you had talked about the the writing the the tabletop games mm -hmm. which I'm, I'm still i'm loving the cozy horror got me i'm getting that now i'm actually getting like you you have you have explained it in such a wonderful way i'm actually understanding what cozy horror is now oh thank you to me the only time i get cozy when there's horrors because i have the blanket over my head you know like that's <laughs> yeah yeah but i'm getting more of what you're saying um so you you you're into streaming you haven't branched into youtube yet no i would like to i don't know if i would I, I'll probably try to stream a little bit. It's weird because, you know, you can't monetize on both. Um, right, right. But I also kind of want to do, like, um, video commentaries and especially horror stuff. There's, um, there. I'm also really big into, like, mental health and, the, and like, exploring trauma. And there's um, a show that came out about Teal Swan. I don't know if you know Teal Swan. The name's familiar. Um, she's a, she's this really striking woman, like, beautiful long dark hair she wears these gorgeous gowns and she talks about she's got like this cadence to her that's very like 
it's like sultry in like a very um stern but kind way and she talks about like your place in the universe and some of the things she says i'm actually like yeah yeah that that makes a lot of sense documentary on her yeah there's a documentary that came out yeah yeah yeah. i'm like why do i know that name i just watched that um like i don't know a week or two ago i was thinking about watching it and recording like my reaction to it as sort of like a one of those kind of youtube things um but I kind of was thinking of doing that or like watching. I'm actually, I I'm, I feel like an imposter sometimes because I love horror, but there's a lot of classic horror movies that I haven't seen. So doing okay. a like a reaction okay. kind of video. Yeah. So you that's what? what I would that, I think that would be amazing for you to, you know, present, you know, hey, this mm-hmm. is, I do horror, but I haven't watched some of the horror ones. So join me while I, you yeah. know, and then, and then sort of do... I always go back to Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's not the same, but but to do something like that, where you know maybe not with humor, but to you know, hey, the movie bubble, blah, yeah. and, and work your way through it. Um, as for Teal Teal Swan, I'm I'm on the fence, especially mm-hmm. after watching the documentary. I'm like, I know she's helped people, but she's scared. So what? Um, the question that I have then is, where where um, like do you have set goals, or you just going willy-nilly or like where where's your vision of what you're doing with all of this um i think i have a lot of short-term goals that come up as i approach them without really knowing them yet so for example i think i'm at like 580 followers ish so it's around the thank you it's around this point where i'm i start to be like okay i'm almost at 600 like that's my next goal is to get the extra 20 followers um, or it, like Twitter, I think I only have a few more till 300 followers. Okay. So I, those, that, that kind of like milestone is my short-term goals, but I don't realize it until very close to it. Um, long-term goal, I would love to do this for a living, not just streaming, but streaming and tabletop games, working in okay. a, um, in a publication company or doing community managing in a video game company, something that I have, I'm already kind of doing, but okay. on a way that's I could support my family, and that yeah. would be a great long term goal. Um, but yeah, those are those are my. That's kind of how I set my goals. That's very very. That's that's very cool. Like wanting to have this be like. Sorry, I'm I'm fumbling over my words, but so many thoughts are going through my head that I, there's a, 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 I wouldn't call it a meme, there's a sound that's going around through like Instagram and and TikTok and those when someone says, you know, what's your dream job? And the person's like, I don't dream of work. Yeah. You know, and that's that's like you wanting to do something because obviously the way the world is, we need money. Mm -hmm. Um, Do something that you love though, to -hmm. be able to, to do that, that, that is I love that mindset. I love yeah. that mindset and, you know, doing something you actually love um, instead of going, yeah, I'm going to be an accountant. Yeah. There's, I, I mean, it. there's that, there's that mindset where it's like, do the job that gives you the opportunity so you can build the life you want. Yes. But that's kind of the plight of the artist, right? Like you can't do that. You have <laughs> to always be, you want to always create and you right. can't do a job you don't like for money to do what you do like you have to always be doing what you're passionate about 
And that was, you know, I love that you put it that way. That's what I did with this. I, I jumped off a cliff and, and this is what I do full time. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, a, it's tough. It's definitely tough, but worth it. Yeah. Starving um, artist and, is a very real thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely worth it. And I found that for the most part, I'm happier. I'm, yeah. I'm happier. I might not be richer, but I'm happier. Um, I speaking of accounting, I worked in accounting for years. I wore a suit and tie to work for years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, got an ulcer. It was miserable. Mm-hmm. Hated it. You yeah, know, you know picture, like it was, Can you picture Podge? I know. Oh, clean shaven <laughs> oh, suit and tie. Oh no! That Absolutely was, yes. not. <laughs> yeah. And normally I don't have this. Literally, I put up a mustachathon that if people you know did bits and subs, and and it's now like fifty hours and counting. Like I have to keep it forever i think anyway well that's what you do hey you know what though but it's stuff like that that keeps us going that Mm -hmm. keeps us able to you know pay the bills we got to pay and stay doing what we love doing and while i I say it jokingly i am 100 appreciative of the people that jokingly throw money at me to make me keep a mustache on my face like i am I will keep this on for the next 40 years, you know, if, if that's what it takes, you know, people keep keep doing, you know, such things. That just one last question I just thought about, because I had said that, is this something like, because I know you said like doing the, the tabletop games and, and the community stuff, is streaming something that you see long-term or short-term? Or have you even thought about it? Yeah, definitely long-term because it's how, it's my social, it's how I, get my social stuff in like it's how i fill my bucket because i don't like going outside i i mean i do i'll go down to like the bar with my friends uh, but i don't that this to me is like these are my friends these are the friends i made during the panini so i like there's like a certain kind of relationship that's so much different and so much like it's almost more organic in how everybody is so tired and traumatized that you just feel closer so i i have like the best friends that i've made over twitch and i just can't see myself not streaming nice nice i love hearing that i i I love the um the longevity mindset Mm -hmm. uh, with with this i think twitch is amazing personally um maybe not the company but the 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 avenue yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know to be able to live stream and, and and interact with people i think it's absolutely amazing i mean i got to meet you yeah you know, I, that's this is actually how i met star oh um, no nice. you know through through uh discord and, and live streaming um, that's awesome so it's it's it is it is a a you know the idea of like oh their internet friends are not real friends no no yeah it's <laughs> no, literally is, how you meet your partners like that's right tom right? and steve and we're gonna get married one day maybe and that is like that is that's awesome how we met. It's, i love it so much yeah he's two rooms away yeah it's it's so sometimes i i get like my mind is boggled where i'm just like i'll look at steve and i'll be like you were in you were the state next to me this whole time and i would have never ever known if it weren't for you showing up randomly on my recommendation recommended channels it's it is it is it is beautiful how that works it is yeah. beautiful how that works for for star and i i was visiting in washington when we met but i lived in hawaii and she mm-hmm. was in texas I've never been to Texas. I don't know if I'll ever go to Texas. So without this, <laughs> never would have even been within a thousand miles of this person. So I totally get it. Like the the community that it brings together, um, 
oh, uh, there's another streamer that I know that, um, and and I just found out he's actually in our state. He lives in England, you know, and oh, so wow. he's he's he came to visit um, somebody else. He's too far away for me to drive over and see him, but you know, it makes the world that much of a small place. You know, yeah. like you have friends that are halfway across the world. There's people I know in Australia and India and Africa, and it's like without this right here you would have missed out on a lot of really good people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. And again, people would have missed out on someone like you, a really good person that's there to have a cozy stream and to give a crap about the people that come in. You know, the, the fact that you, you care that somebody comes in and you're going to talk to them and everything else, that's huge. And again, I'm committing you for a lot of stuff, but it's because I'm getting to know you and I'm hearing your brain and I'm like, more people like you. We just need more oh. people like you. And I'm not saying there aren't the other ones, but I'm just saying I'm getting to meet another one and I love it. I think Thank it's you. fantastic. Um, so the star, did you have any huge pending questions, like real deep diving, gut-wrenching questions that you wanted to, to ask, Erin? No, I think I already asked my real deep diving, gut-wrenching yeah. question about, you know, what God. it's like to to be a female in this mm -hmm. this whole thing and how it, guess, how it affects how she streams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, that makes me think because obviously I'm not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I know that you said that, you know, like with gaming, it is different. Have you had to deal with many um, either negative or positive strictly because people pop in and go, you're female? You know what I mean? Like how yeah. whether you're 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 more masculinely um, you know, dressed that day or not. But have you had to deal with either like very specific to that, either positive or negative? Um, I not not so much negative. Um, I've had like, you know, hate uh, you know, when uh last year there was a bunch of hate raids coming out. And, right, yeah. Um, so I've had a couple of those, but they were quickly snuffed because I had SiriBot um installed yes. and that those like lifesaver and that's mm -hmm. never happened after that but i've had a couple really great conversations where um there was one person that came in that was asking questions i give people the benefit of the doubt was uh -huh. asking questions about gender because it says non-binary in my in one of my tags um was asking questions about gender that could come across as trolling and i didn't know i was like i kind of messaged one of my mods on the side i was like just keep an eye out um but I was answering the questions and actually it turned into a really great education moment for that person. And they were like, honestly, nice. I came into this channel to troll you, but you ended up being like really <laughs> cool. And so then he started following me and was just hanging out and asking all these really good questions about like, that's cool. what, what does it mean to be non-binary or like, why, like, what do you have to present a certain way? And what does this mean? And I was just doing my thing and he ended up being really fucking cool um so i have a few moments like that where people come in with the intent of being rude and they just don't <laughs> they end up like changing their tune a little bit that that says uh, a bit about you though oh um, thank you the fact well the fact that you one give them the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. but two it it, it wasn't it, it sounds i wasn't there but just going by the basic psychology of it if somebody was coming into troll they obviously already like ramped up and ready to argue mm -hmm. the fact that you were able to talk to them enough for to calm that down without knowing if they were doing that says a lot about you yeah that, you know that, that you're able to just go hey this is what it is and give a inviting caring 
you know, feeling to him to go, oh, I'm going to stop being a dick. This is kind of <laughs> cool. You know, like, that's impressive. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, I can't take all the credit. My community was there and they were giving their own personal anecdotes, the ones that felt uh -huh. safe enough to share. Uh -huh. And, uh, and it really sort of like kind of came, it created this camaraderie that it was very open. And I mean, I have a, you know, I have a, um, an obligation to take care of my community right. streamer, um, which is why I was like, I don't know about this, but we tried it and it worked out in that, in that instance, at least. You know, and I, I, as soon as you said that, I thought about somebody, because I have an asexual tag on mine, and somebody had come in and started asking about it, and I did the same thing. I started to give them a benefit of the doubt and, you know, talk about it. And see, my, my mods, they were like, I think I got a text going, hey, watch out. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm just like, oh, you know, like, and then the person, it, I was trying. So that's why, like, I just need to have you, like, when that comes in, I'll just call you and be like, talk to him real quick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they started, you know, going off. And honestly, it, there's very few times that I get triggered for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But but it, it it is very rare that I get upset on stream. But I actually got angry. Mm. It was just like, wait a minute. You know, like, I'm a regular person. This is, you know, me why would you do that you know and it didn't make any sense and i reacted as such and that's again going back to the mod team because then all of a sudden it was deleted and i get a text just leave it alone just you know mm -hmm. just leave it alone because i'm like you little fucking you know like <laughs> like how fucking dare you you know what i mean yeah. like what the you know and and i usually am very very mellow polite positive mm -hmm. person but you know so i that, that's why i'm saying the fact that you were able to do that just because I was in a similar situation did not end well. Mm -hmm. I'm very impressed. I'm very Thank that you. is not easy <laughs> to do. And and for those that, that are hearing this that haven't been through it, just believe me, it is not easy to do just mm -hmm. that thing. So um like when I say I commend you, I, I mean it. That is that is huge. That is huge. It's it's um yeah, it's just, I'm trying to think of like the, the most powerful word because it is a big deal. Like what you did is a big deal. Thank um, you. And and if you haven't been in that situation, you may not understand it. But those that have been in the situation know that it can really mess with your stream. It can mess with your attitude for your stream. It can mess with your mental state while you're doing what you're doing. It can change the whole dynamic of the stream itself that day. Um, so you being able to do that, that's... You must teach me your ways. I, <laughs> I, I need to know these things. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a YouTube video about it. <laughs> you guys heard it. You guys heard it here. Okay, you guys heard it here. We need to get this YouTube channel thing going. I'm telling you. Um, and, and, and please keep in mind everything that you do, you haven't done it until you've done it. Seriously, like, I don't care who's done it. You know what I mean? I don't care who's done it. You haven't done it. Do it. If it's something that is a passion for you to do, just do it. Yeah. You know, if there's 10,000 other um, content creators that have done the same thing, who cares? It's If that's your passion, you just do it. And <laughs> it'll come across, you know, it'll it'll come across as genuine and, and who you are. And that's that's the important thing. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I love giving like that. Come on, you got this. Yeah. Words you of know? affirmation is your love language, it seems uh, like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm loving that you that you do therapy just for that, like 
<laughs> even those that study psychology need a therapist okay like <laughs> everybody and i say anybody that's like i don't need therapy and i'm like that's what you need therapy for like everybody needs someone to talk to mm -hmm. it is it is beautiful to be able to talk through the stuff you think you can't talk through it's yeah. life-changing and everything else so i i'm strongly encouraging everybody to go check out aaron on twitch um there will be links provided so that you you know you guys can go get to enjoy the amazingness if you like horror stuff if you like um you know to talk about tabletop games if you just want to hang out with the cool person there we go you're, you're welcome world <laughs> you're welcome hey, um, hey. aaron aaron is our ability to hang out with somebody cool without having to go in the out there you go yes yes everybody if you're afraid to go in the out go see aaron <laughs> No, Even thanks. if you do go in out, go see Aaron. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but it has been absolutely fantastic talking to you today. I'm so like I was so stoked that you that you agreed and wanted to be on here. I'm, I'm, oh, thank you. I really I'm appreciate really it. Yeah, that was, thank you. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun talking to you. Um, so everybody, just so you know, um, all the all the I keep saying it over and over and over, but all the the social links and everything that Aaron gives me and allows me to, even if there's 254 of them, will be posted down below. Um, go go say hi and and you're like I said, you're welcome. You're gonna your your life will be that much better for having Thanks. gone to go see Aaron. Um, but this is gonna end the the podcast that is yet to be named. Uh, I don't think it ever will be named. I think the name is that it's yet to be named love it yeah yeah that's what we're going with this is the podcast that's yet to be named and we will <laughs> see you guys the next time we're here goodbye goodbye Bye. that concludes this episode of the podcast yet to be named we hope you enjoyed this as much as we did if you're interested in being on the show or know someone who is Look for the project manager in the description below and send us over an email. We will be in touch with you. Also, don't forget to follow Poshfad at twitch.tv backslash P-O-C-H-F-A-D. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.